Hey guys, I'm so excited you're here on our very first episode of Pod With Me. We are talking today about barebacking, people who have sex without condoms, as Madonna once said. Hey you, don't be silly, put a rubber on your willy. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey yeah. folks, are you ready to pod? Hey, let's hey go. are you all ready here? Ready? Let's, let's talk, 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 ready. Let's go. Are you ready to pod? Alex J, are you here? Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. Testing one, two. We're ready? Okay. Welcome to season one, episode one of Pod With Me. Today we are going to have a discussion on barebacking. And for those that don't know, barebacking is having intercourse without using a condom. Now for the record, I don't judge anyone. I really don't. And we all know what we're doing, right? But I ask myself why, why bareback? But of course, I know the obvious reasons. I'm not dumb. Hello. I mean, it feels good without a condom, of course. And it's not easy, pleasant, or romantic. I mean, stop during sex, during that hot, passionate moment to open a wrapper and put the condom on. I mean, it just ruins everything, right? Other reasons that people have told me is because they live for danger. Yeah, they love the excitement of danger. Others are in denial. No, it can never happen to me. A lot of people do actually have the desire to harm themselves. Ah, and who can forget the young ones? The ones that really don't know what AIDS once was. To add to the list of excuses, not to wear a condom, we have PrEP. Now to be clear, I have nothing against PrEP guys, nothing at all, I'm all for it. But I am disturbed on how the majority of the doctors don't take enough time to explain in detail about STDs. I mean really, I just imagine the ones that come out of the doctor's office got their little bottle of prep and start taking them and then all of a sudden they think oh wait STDs really ah but my favorite color is blue and if this blue pill can protect me from one of the most fearing viruses then STDs are really nothing wake up ah but I know you must be thinking Hey, doesn't Alex know there's other forms of getting STDs? It does not necessarily have to be because you're barebacking. Yes, I do know that you can get STDs through oral and through other ways. But ever since prep, there has been a big rise on STDs. And we have two special guests here with me today. I'm excited to have these guys here. No, not to do bareback. Get your mind out of the gutter. We're going to do that. We have uh, HIV activist and has his own blog on YouTube, Rocundo El Tabu. We have Mario Shower. We also have an old friend of mine, Corel Corbello, who is an ARNP nurse practitioner. Welcome, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Thank, thank you for inviting Are you really happy to be here? Let's start it in your faces. Let's see it in your faces. I want to talk about something that I see all the time, you know, because when I was, when the way I was raised uh, was, it, was during a time, not so ancient, but it was during a time where, <laughs> not a long, long time ago. And when I was in junior high, uh, they hammered me in the head about condoms, about HIV. They put movies in our, in our classrooms. It just fascinates me to see so many people barebacking in so many profiles. And it's like if they don't know that other STDs exist. Well, first of all, uh, something that you, we have to be clear is that everybody wants to do bareback. Like everybody wants to do bareback sex. They don't want to. They don't want you to tell them. They don't want 
to hear someone telling them, okay, use a condom when you have sex. They literally want to be barebacking every time. So that's the main goal when everybody wants to have sex. That's like a, a like it's very common and very. Okay, why do you think it it, got, it became common? Because it was not common before. But, um, you think it's it's because of prep or because of the lack of education? Well, the lack of education is is one of the basic things that has misinformed people about using not using condoms. But the fact is that people simply they just want to have sex because they just want to do it without condoms. They don't want people to tell them how to do it or what type of products to use to protect yourself. It's the like Russian roulette kind of playing. Like people are using it like an, an excuse to have um, condomless intercourse, which basically is bareback. Right? We, we can talk again that uh, in the 1980s, 90s, uh, HIV was uh, something very um, complicated to understand. It was a mortal thing. And now people, new, new generations, uh, tend to have this uh, new idea of HIV that you're not going to die of HIV, you're not going to get AIDS. Yeah, so but, but my thing is not the HIV. My thing is uh, gonorrhea, a, a, new, a new disease that could develop like AIDS that nobody can have a cure for. Uh, so many other diseases that, that are out there. It's not the HIV. It's, I know HIV, we have medicine, we have, you know, you can live nowadays but with that, HIV. That's not my, my problem right now. My, my problem right now is the barebacking and other diseases spreading like crazy everywhere. Miami-Dade County is number one in, in um, newly diagnosed cases of HIV in the whole country and number third in syphilis. So it's just give you an idea how important it is to make this community aware that um, there are options up there and obviously PrEP is one of them, which is Truvada, I guess we're gonna talk more about it later on. Yeah, but it should be used in addition to other Okay. But there's methods of, of but, but there's a difference. I mean, HIV doesn't have a cure yet, but you can treat it, and it, it's it gets very common right now. And the other diseases, the other STDs, because uh, they think that those STDs are the same ones that they've heard before, and they they just they can just get a shot and that's it. But they don't understand that these diseases are getting stronger every time. They're getting more resistant to medications, more resistant to vaccines. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but the people don't understand it because they just don't want to hear about uh, STD problems mm -hmm. or sex, sexual problems. They just want to hear about. Well, the, I want them to. I want them to hear it. And also, no, I was gonna say that also having an STD is is considered uh, a risk factor to acquire HIV because when you're having an STD um, like syphilis, gonorrhea, what uh, chlamydia. The mucoses are inflamed. They are open. You may have an ulcer, so it's, it's easier. It's more like, likely to get HIV. I'm a nurse practitioner, and I work in a, in a, in a local clinic. Um, I do primary care. That's the name you don't want to say. Got it? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't. Um, I do primary care, mm -hmm. and also I'm I'm an HIV specialist for the American Academy of HIV, and I do prep. I'm a prep prescriber. I'm PEP as well, which it, it could be a, a, a topic for another podcast. What's PEP? Really fast. Hold on a second. And I also do transgender oh. healthcare, that which is, is another. That's another topic. Another, That's going to be another podcast. Yeah, PEP is 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 post exposure prophylaxis for people who are have been exposed to the HIV and they can take a medication for twenty eight days to prevent the infection. But they have to but, take it three in the few, in the next three days right yeah there is a window 72 hours and there is blood work that needs to be done before and um, there are several ways to get to that one of the ways is to get called the health department and your local health department 
and they will guide you through the process. I actually have a question for that, uh, for Pep, because I know that people have had exposure, but they don't know how to get it or they don't know what's the procedure in order to get it. And it might take up to three days just to get approval for you to use. Pep. Well, usually all the medicine rooms know the doctors. They are doctors. Okay. They are nurse practitioners. They all know what the procedure is. Because, uh, and the also is, the other thing is contact your primary care physician. They, they're supposed to know. And if they don't know, just call the health department. But if a person thinks that they've had a risk and they don't know if they did have a risk, they just think that they might have had, should they, can they actually get access to the NPEP as well? Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, yeah. Person just yeah, 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 absolutely. You can discuss. You can discuss it with the with your uh, regular uh, your primary care provider. I think that is multifactorial. I think that new generations didn't see people dying. Didn't you know palpate that you know they terrible. Didn't that, that they didn't shock. have that shock, that mm -hmm. fear of missing friends and and having you know the the birthday the birthday parties getting smaller and smaller and smaller because the friends were just passing away. You know, people in the in the in the hospital rooms without nobody to give them the food or pass them around a, a glass of water or whatever because they were afraid to get, you know, mm -hmm. the HIV. And then that's one of the things. The other thing is like, is it, they're using. I think these generations are using their prep as an excuse to like have condomless sex, which it should be used with other methods to prevent that. And the other thing is like recently the CDC issued a statement that when the HIV is undetectable is not transmittable, mm -hmm. which is perfect, it's good. The, the studies are there and um, however, if you meet somebody one day at the bar, you know, and they tell you that they are undetectable, how do you know they really how are undetectable? Not, yeah. How do you know if they missed yesterday's pills or they take it at the wrong time? You know, well, it's well, just they, it's just how when you see negative on on Grinder or on on these on these sites, you see negative. negative. You don't know they're really negative. Exactly. So it's the same thing now with the undetectable. There's something else, and it's about the campaigns and the promotions that people have about STDs. And you've seen all the worldwide campaigns. They talk about these different types of STDs, but they don't tell you about the new waves of diseases that are getting stronger, are getting more resistant to vaccines or medications. You don't see that in campaigns. You see that in, in the news. But in campaigns, they still maintain the, the idea or the basics about STDs and what they are and how, they, how you can get them, how you can treat them. Mm -hmm. But you don't get the, new, uh, the, the news about the new uh, information that is uh, recurring right now in the world. Okay, and do you think a lot of it has to do with uh, the the pharmacies and everything that they, they want to shove prep down everybody's throat? For example, I went to a doctor and he and he was obsessed with me taking prep, and so much that I he convinced me. I t started taking it for about let me see two weeks i felt bloated i felt gassy i didn't feel right yeah they told me it's just the beginning my friends that do take it constantly they were telling me no it's just the first month you'll be fine after and then i thought to myself look um you know all this time i've taken care of myself luckily i've, I've not received anything not even an std mm -hmm. and i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing and i'm not gonna take a pill now let's talk about the pill what are the the, the side effects the main two side effects well, a little bit of dizziness, a little bit of problem, a stomach. Yeah, problems. long term, long term. I'm talking oh. about long term. Uh, your liver can fail at a certain point. Your kidney. Uh, your kidneys can fail as well. Bone decay uh, and also um, kidney problems. You know, the kidneys can f uh, obviously fail, but that's not the majority and the cases are very spare. So that's why you have to do, we have to do this, or the individual have to do this under medical care. And the individual has to be HIV negative before starting the medication. The blood work at the test needs to be done every three months. 
No prescription or Truvada should be given for more than 90 days. Individual have to go back to the doctor every three months mm -hmm. to make sure that remains HIV negative. And we, as far as long-term effects, it has not been around long enough hasn't been long to enough really, to really understand have the, the proof effects, exactly. of the real long-term effects, correct? Mm -hmm, that's right. Well, but the, but the medication has been around for a long time and it's been... Um, the components of Truvada are two medications who are usually an important part of the regular HIV regimen. Usually the HIV regimen is three medications, although there is another a new medication in the market now that is only two. That's another completely different topic, but mm -hmm. it's been on the market for a long time. In, in Actually, PrEP has been approved by the FDA since 2012, mm -hmm. which brings us to another point why it hasn't been talked about it or educated or you know put out there in the community for the community to use and as a great prevent method. One of the biggest problems in, in PrEP that PrEP has faced is the fact that if you don't have anything, why would you take it? So it's it's only preventive and that people are saying that why would I take something that I don't need it because I can take care of myself. But I have that, that mentality mm -hmm. because I don't want to put something into my body that gives exactly. me long-term effects. And I agree completely. Else and I, I agree completely on that argument, but uh, the thing is... I would have done. I would have given anything if I would have had the chance to use prep instead of getting HIV. Of course, but that's obviously. But someone, I'm not for, I'm not for prep. I mean, for yeah, someone someone who's very sexual, tend to have uh, impulse sex. That's something that you. I, I strongly advise. Look for a for a medical provider that is not judgmental. That I, you know you can be open and talk about it. All right, guys. Just a minute. We gotta go to break. There's the music. When we come back, we're gonna talk about party and playing. What's party and playing? Well, if you don't know, then I don't know what to tell you. We'll be right back. Don't fall off the pod. Ready. Surprise that special someone for their birthday. Anniversary, graduation, <laughs> or just about any occasion. With their very own documentary. Pictures, fun stories. Special greetings from their loved ones. This is for you, Grandma. This is a video to show how much I love you. Putting this film together will be fun. You're the producer of this film. That's right. Simply gather the most memorable pictures. Then, with your smartphone or video camera, interview family members and friends of the person receiving the gift. Happy birthday, my sister. My love. Not a producer? Don't worry. Our four-time Emmy Award winner, producer, and editor will guide you and give you fun tips. Once we have all the elements, we'll provide you with an upload link and then make movie magic. It's a gift that will last a lifetime. Get your pop-up video now and surprise that special someone. Go to AJACreativeMedia.com. That's AJACreativeMedia.com. Ready. And we're back with Pod With Me. Here we are having a fun conversation about party and play. Party and play. Exactly. So party and play, for those of you who don't know, if you're on Grindr, <laughs> for those who don't know and you're on Grindr, if you see PNP, that means party and play. That means drugs and sex. Drugs and Correct. sex, that's right. Yeah, and the Tina, the, the, the Tina is in, it's like another world. Like people have like a slang, slangs for different ways to use it, like slam it. If they inject it or booty bump. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard of those. Three or four ways of really? Booty bump? Right? Yeah, it's so a booty bump is when they... A booty bump. A booty bump. What's that? When they use it through the rectum. Oh, okay. The, they, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but I think they mix it with some water or something and just inject it with this syringe and the, the oh, rate of... Um, um, 
Well, that's one. In Nams, in Nams the area for you? you no, sex? no, no. It's just like you get high. Well, faster. it just it, oh, it, to the right of any drug or anything. You just, yeah, you it can, just connects like faster and, and yeah, because uh, the blood based vasos, vasos sanguíneos. Oh, the vessels, vessels, yeah, the vessels, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> and the other thing that we haven't talked about that I want to bring up is hepatitis C. Okay. Hepatitis C is is a, it's a, a viral disease. Um, it's a virus. It's a, a disease that can be cured. Um, that now there is treatment for it, but it's very hard, very hard to treat. And there are like different strains, like um, another virus. More resistant to exactly. And, and tell us about tell us about the symptoms of uh, hepatitis. It's like a regular any other uh, hepatitis. You can have nausea, diarrhea, loose tools, white tools, dark urine, um, yellow coloration of your skin or your eyes, um, fatigue, general malaise. And another thing that I want to talk is. I feel like I'm going fast, but I another thing that I want to talk is the risk of with Truvada. Um, you need to be tested for hepatitis B as well because Truvada has a medication inside that a component that is uh, is used for the treatment of hepatitis B. So when when you discuss this with your medical provider, you know you need to be tested for hepatitis B and HIV, and if you are hepatitis B negative, you need, you should be vaccinated. Medical providers is what we do. When, okay. when we have the discussion with you, and it looks like you didn't have like a good experience. I with did not have a good providers. experience. <laughs> well, when we do that, um, um, we uh, as medical provider, we have to assess you individual, your individual needs, and we have to know what risk factors, and we have to emph emphasize in the fact that this is in addition with condoms, because actually the Truvada, the PrEP, is effective, but it's been proven in big studies that is from 90 to 92% effective. Yeah, so I've, read, still, I've read cases of some people with the, um, with the PrEP pill that have contracted HIV. But I've actually heard people who use PrEP in these days that they you have to have at least eight to 10 days you've been using PrEP in order for it to be working in your, in your organism. But I know that there's many doctors out there that are not giving as much information. They just care about, you know, Give the, pill. the fact what's going on, what you're talking about right now, your results and... and, and, it's, and I agree. I, I agree totally with you. The yeah. fact that I, I heard um, stories from my patients when they go to another physician and they they get these responses from what what are you stocking things up there or what are you using that's that's not a common thing or or that's not natural things like that what do you mean so like like what, what like like what are you having sex with another man or doctors, yeah doctors are not ready to well, talk and that's not the right doctor for them that shows you the education is needed in, the, in our community and also in the medical providers this is like um, very very important okay. um, uh, I want to talk about certain populations that have different risk, different lifetime risk of HIV diagnosis. For example, a white woman has the lifetime risk of HIV diagnosis one in 880, right? Mm -hmm. Versus a white man, MSM, which means male uh, males have sex with male, have one in, in 11. That is huge. So that's what I was talking before about telling people the facts. So you, you two know about this. You two, uh, are, you know, have reflected about this and look at your reaction, right? Like Imagine reaction. if you tell these two friends who have not this kind of information. So Hispanics. So we, we are Hispanics, right? Yes. Hispanics, women, women have the risk, um, lifetime risk of HIV diagnosis, one and two twenty-seven. One out of two hundred twenty-seven. Okay, 
Wow. Hispanic men have sex with men. Oh my god. One. one what? You want to guess? No, no, no. One out of one? What? One in four. <laughs> one out of four Hispanic yes. men. They wow. Had, wow. They, the lifetime risk of contracting HIV. So, black women, one in 48. And black men that have sex with men, one in two. One in two. Wow. One in two. Risk of contracting. Can I, can I, can I take off statistics? Because sure. I'm actually going to be needing those. And I have something to say about related to this. When I came uh, out uh, saying publicly that I was HIV positive, I wrote a book. While I was helping people, I was uh, trying to create a consciousness about people knowing that, okay, you can, you might get HIV if you don't take care of yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, in the last uh, eight years, 41 of my closest friends have been diagnosed uh, HIV positive. Like my closest friends. So I'm like, my reasoning is my closest friends got HIV and even knowing what I was going through and they didn't just, they just, uh, they had accidents or whatever. I mean, how can I reach other people? So that's the thing. Those those statistics are. I think it's it's a matter of, of of what Corel just did, giving us the facts and and just just talking about it, just getting that's out there, the spreading the word. That's the only thing you can do. Talk to your friends, and and that's the most we can do. We're not we can't control people or their actions or what they do. I think it's just communication is is the key here. And I said, as I said before, it's information. You have to leave, give them the numbers. You have to give them the statistics. You have to let them know the risk. Um, that's why I was saying before, because these newer generations, uh, which are amazing, but they think that HIV, oh, it's, oh, it's only one pill a day, it doesn't matter, no, you know, HIV comes with a lot of risks, it increases the risk of cardiac disease, the, uh, uh, the re- increases the risk of malignancies, cancers, it's a lot, a lot of work, you have to visit your doctor three, four times a year, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's yeah. not as complicated as before, because the thing is, people misunderstand that, and they say, oh, now that I can live all my life with this i don't mind if i get it or not i mean those are the things that people like have in their minds and and we have to change the the idea that they have to just take care of themselves but they don't just don't want to all right yes. so to wrap things up top two tips that you give everyone out there listening right now something that you really want to say from your heart get tested have this uh, any kind of uh, stds get treated you know know your risk talk to your healthcare provider what can i do I do this, you know, may, especially in Miami, we live in a high prevalent uh, area where HIV is, is very prevalent. So know, know your risk and get tested. Okay. Mario? Okay, well, uh, by me being HIV positive, I have something to say. And uh, uh, I know HIV, being HIV positive is uh, a synonym, synonymous of being rejected. But let me tell you something. If you're positive and do you find someone that is rejecting you at this age, at this era, just say thank you god for letting me know that this person is rejecting me because if they reject you it's because they don't know how to take care of themselves and they don't know how to take care of themselves they might bring another std with up so that's something that you might consider and of course please be educated as much as you can try to find the best information that you can for uh, for protecting yourself and the best of all enjoy your sex if you're going to do bareback at least educate yourself in knowing how to take care of yourself like you have to know all the methods of prevention not just condoms but questions talking about it and everything else so if you're gonna bear back know how to do it how do you know how to do it well learn read but why how would you be, how yourself. would you be protected by doing bareback? i don't well, understand first of all you can talk with with your partner who you're gonna have sex with and if you actually have a trust or confidence to talk with them well that's one main topic but if yeah you're gonna do bareback just uh, like in, a in general or something okay then just use a condom got it that's good advice okay yeah that's fair enough fair enough anything on that topic Carol? 
Corral, do you bear back? With my partner, yes. <laughs> I just put him on the spot. I'm actually positive. I'm actually you did. positive. <laughs> I'm actually positive, and I bear back with my husband, and he's negative, and he's still negative. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just a matter of taking care of ourselves. Really? <laughs> the coffee machine? Okay. And he's been mm-hmm. negative since we've been together. It's been three years. And you're okay. That, that's a good. That's a good. So t- you you can actually uh, you can actually achieve uh, letting your partner be still be negative. It's just a matter of education and knowing how to take care of yourself. Like in my case, I have to be undetectable, and uh, less levels of stress. I have to be very low, and I have to know that if I get a little bit high on my uh, my viral load, I will not use. Uh, I will not do bareback. I will do use condom. Good, good and to know. But not every not everyone's like you, Mario. Well, but they should be. They should be, right? Unfortunately, I had to well, hopefully- get I had to get HIV in order to get like this. Exactly, and and, and there's a reason for everything to. in order for you to be here to give this message. But and people don't have to get HIV in order to know all this information. Or so correct. All right. So where can people reach you if they want to reach you, Mario? Uh, they can check my webpage uh, www. Okay, can you spell that for me? Can you spell that? Mario, S-C-H. Because they might have thought of shower, like taking a shower. (laughs) Yeah. Mario? com. Okay. You can find all my social media, my YouTube channel and everything. Breaking Taboo, Rompiendo el Taboo in Spanish. Okay. So you can find me there. Carrell, where where can we find you? It's not going to be in that clinic. Where can we find you? (laughs) 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 Through you. Through me? Through you, Okay, yeah. if you guys want to get in I'm touch with Corral, then you can write to me and, and I'll put you in touch with him. You got to give me a good reason if not, I'm not giving you his information. <laughs> listen, listen, there's nothing wrong with my clinic. My clinic is amazing. They do a great job. So I, I know. I did not ask permission to do this from my clinic, so. Correct. <laughs> but listen, listen, no, seriously. If you have any questions about your any STD-related topics, anything, just contact the health department. They have an amazing department and they do free testing. They can guide you through the PrEP or PEP um, or just find a, a LGBTQ friendly provider. Okay. Uh, that's that's what I do with my doctor. I no offense to my straight providers, but I'm a gay provider. I want a gay doctor that I can discuss you know things with no judgment that I can talk about anything that a gay man in his 40s can experience. Mario, I want a bear back. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Corral, you're next. Can I join? Of course. <laughs> I'm free. You're free. <laughs> thank you, Mario, and thank you, Corral, for being here with us today, and thank you for listening. For more on Pod With Me, please download the Apple Podcast app. Don't forget to hit subscribe after you find us. And if you scroll down, you can hit those five stars. You can also find us on alexjaguiar.com. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And remember, don't fall off the pod. Credit.